You're listening to Life and Leadership, A Conscious Journey, the podcast that shares wisdom and strength. Join your host, Dr. Michelle St. Jane's weekly conversation on how to have a positive impact for people, planet, and the wider world. If you want to live a life of intention, be proactive with your time, and bring your vision for the future to life one today at a time, you are in the right place at the right time. Let's get started. There are times when it's important to walk away from the normalized ways of thinking and into an enlarging realm of quantum research. This invites my imagining new potentiality for the co-creation of radically different trajectories for human development and our relationship with Earth. From time to time, I reach out for a way forward. My attention has been drawn to the emerging applications in the field of quantum theories. During my doctoral research, fast-evolving ideas around quantum storytelling infused my thinking and opened me to new possibilities. Quantum storytelling developed out of quantum metaphysics. Its proponents see the universe as made up of energy beings that form an interconnected part of the multiverse. Quantum storytelling was evolved by David Bowie and many others. Quantum storytelling, it's the pattern of assemblages of material actants, non-human beings and human doings. There is this inseparability of space-time mattering, according to David Bogie and Tonya Henderson. In this episode, nature, as you may hear, has joined the conversation. What you hear are singing frogs, they're joining in with their melodies, and morning birds. This duet of human and non-human collaboration provides an opportunity to hear other contributors to the possible and to trace the quantum enlargement of many contributing to the story of life and leadership. Let's expand the conversation to your inner dialogue, the story of you. How do you discover the potential of your cognitive architecture and reshape your world? Ever wondered why are you here? Your purpose? You're on a conscious journey in this labyrinth of wisdom on every path. Through synchronicity, I discovered the gene keys and the human design system. These tools bring another dimension to your daily life. It's like doing an internal DNA deep family genealogy, and it can lead to potential life-changing revelations. After all, it's a conscious journey of self-exploration. The Buddha calls this the middle way that being the natural curve and slide of inner evolution as it manifests in the outer world. Do you ever wonder what it will take to faithfully, gracefully, and thankfully execute your soul's purpose? How do you bring higher harmony back into your life? Ease and simplicity in all your relationships shine with that light of serenity and your humanity. When will you embark on a grand and ancient conscious journey? Becoming individuated, that being the purpose of the conscious journey, you have the opportunity to create audacious future states for yourself. The human design system was transmitted to Ra Uruhu between the years of 1987 and 2012. Richard Rudd, an English mystic and poet and also teacher of human design, catalyzed his spiritual research into the Gene Keys. The gene keys and the human design system use astrological mechanisms to calculate your hologenic profile. This provides the interface, the maps, and the wisdom, a biological display. By creating your hologenic profile, it shows the nature of the forces that underpin your destiny, guide you to a deeper understanding of yourself and your true potential. Come, let's explore fantastical opportunities and much more.
Owen Glanville is a philanthropist in human design, and she studies both the gene keys and human designs. Her human design profile is a 3-5, a change maker. Owen is here to help people reconnect with themselves, and by sharing her stories, they offer a venue for learning more. Also, she runs a support group around stress, anxiety, and PTSD. Owen enjoys working with horses, helping vulnerable people to find greater enjoyment in life. I am so grateful she is here today. So Owen, we're going to talk about human design and gene keys today. What do you know about these topics? Well, what is human design? Human design and the gene keys is made up of numerology, astrology, quantum physics, Kabbalah, and the chakra system. All of this information supports itself. It's amazing how all these systems that stem from different origins for example, numbers, planets, spiritual practices, are nonetheless the science of quantum physics. Gene Keys is an easier version for learning about human design. It comes from human design. Yeah, Richard Rudd used to teach human design in the UK, and it was, I think, the catalyst for bringing together his research, his mysticism, and he also has a master's degree in a similar topic, and he brought that all together. And what I really like about human design, and for me, I'm more knowledgeable about the gene keys, although very interested in integrating my understanding of human design, is the body graph, the biological display that shows you or gives you this sort of accessible look into the mechanics of your unique self. What have you found from this? Well, I've got a lot out of human design. I've been doing it for, it must be coming up four years now. And I came from a place where I didn't believe in anything spiritual at all. I was completely not spiritual, didn't meditate, didn't follow anything, uh, wouldn't even read the horoscope in the newspaper. So I met somebody and I felt incredibly drawn to that person, which was really unusual for me. And she was my first teacher. She was the one that actually brought me to human design. She was very interested in numerology and astrology and had studied it for a really long time. So our conversations would go, I'd say something and she'd say something about numerology or astrology and my interest just sparked. And it was, yeah, it was very unusual for me because then I decided I would start meditating and that was amazing. Like meditation really started me connecting with myself. And I think I didn't realize how far away from my real self that I was until I started meditating and looking at human design. And then it was just light bulb moments, you know, one after another, finding out more about my design and stuff really resonated with me. It all made sense, you know, and it made sense of things that didn't make sense in my life as well. So it's very cool. I totally agree with you. And I have been contemplating, meditating, praying, and doing yoga since I was a late teenager. So that was long before all this stuff was cool. That was, you know, when people thought that was a bit hokey. And I really love the fact that meditation is an avenue into self-witnessing, watching and listening, no matter what's going on. Secret of confession here. I have a Taipei mind and it's very busy and got lots to do and meditating was a fabulous way to slow down. But my biggest takeaway from meditation was my mind can be busy, 
but I can step away and be witnessing it. I am not my mind. Oh, I am not oh. my thoughts. My thoughts are feelings of visitors. So I can welcome them, take the wisdom, let go what I don't need and move on with my life. So I really appreciate that. Now, contemplation is that quieter path. And that is what's really taken me on a richer inner conscious journey, you know, more into what I'd call the deep mystery of myself. You know, there's a whole field in there I didn't know anything about. So between values, gene keys, human design, I suddenly got this fabulous roadmap on who am I? What is my purpose? Why am I here? And embracing the whole of me as I explored it to see how it applies to my life. Yeah. Yeah, I had the same for me. You know, I found that it opened doors to areas of my life that was a complete mystery to me. And when I look back now, it's like walking through a huge mansion with many rooms filled with treasure behind locked doors and the keys and the gates, the keys are the gene keys and the gates are human design were what unlocked the doors for me. And I'm so grateful because with you deepening my knowledge on human design, I got more of a structured image. I could see the codes and get more understanding and how everything was so integrated. I like what Ra Uruhu, the person who downloaded this, he calls it the guidelines for the design of a nine-centered being and how a nine-centered being from the very beginning of its life can operate properly. It's kind of like going into this fractal labyrinth that looks like a kaleidoscope and just tweaking, turning, exploring and finding this grand synthesis and practical wisdom to go deeper into the understanding of yourself and your potential. So what has surprised you about your profile or others? Well, I think initially what surprised me was how on the money it was. At the time that I found out about human design, I just started doing Toastmasters and I wanted to do Toastmasters so I could learn how to be more comfortable in social situations. And also I wanted to write and do speeches about all sorts of humanitarian issues. And I was right in the middle of doing speeches, being incredibly terrified, only to find out that what my life's purpose was, I'm defined in the throat. So it was to speak about, tell my stories. And I just, that just blew me away, absolutely blew me away, because I was already on that path of doing it. And it made me feel like I was following my journey, that I was on some sort of path at, at that point, which was amazing. And the more I find out about my profile, the more that it sort of opens those doors for me. So my profile is trial and error, which when I found out about that, I was like, oh no, that doesn't sound good. It's about making mistakes. It's about failing. And I thought, oh, I don't like failing. Nobody does. But then I found out that I also had a gene key, a human design key, that meant that I could fail. And I don't take it personally, like it's just water off a duck's back. It's part of my profile. So there was this beautiful thing that kind of fixed it all up for me. You know, it made it with me in a way that was really easy. So I can go out there and get it wrong until I get it right. And it doesn't wound me or, you know, make me feel bad about it sort of thing. So yeah, that's magic. There's a lot of magic in there. Oh, absolutely. I totally agree with you. It's amazing. I like the holographic nature of it. And and it shows Mm. you how everything is connected. 
just as your DNA connects everything in your body and tells you tells it how to operate as a unified field, the gene keys, which are each gene key is a hexagon, is like this little encyclopedic knowledge and insight into yourself, your place in the universe. And it shows you how it moves through not only your DNA, but it raises your level of awareness. So mm. how do you apply it in your daily life? Like, do you follow, like you mentioned reading a horoscope, do you read it daily? Do you do a monthly reading or do you just take one key and study it? Well, I think that the easiest way is to start with the gene keys is really the easiest way because it gives you your first number, which is the top of the circle. It gives you your life's purpose. So you're straight in there finding out, you know, what does everybody want to know? They want to know what their life's purpose is. We all want to know what our purpose is. And then the next one is evolution. And I feel that's one kind of where you're evolving from one stage to another, but it's also where you could be getting things wrong where you could be going wrong or where you're having your biggest struggle. And to have that pointed out, because I can only talk about my journey and my evolution was fear of failure. So, And that just resonated, really, really resonated. And so it kind of takes you through different parts of you know your life and it gives you a lot of confidence, I think, in you know, what are your gifts. Some of the gifts I actually didn't know I had. Like I was creative and I thought, no, I'm not creative, but I am apparently. So I started playing around with drawing and doing things and found out, yes, I am actually creative. But that had really been sort of stymied as a child. I was didn't measure up or something and I'd completely walked away from it and then came back to it because of the Jinky saying that I had lots of creativity and now I just find it's easier to get into the flow and actually be creative. And that comes out in my everyday life when I think about doing things like, for instance, I am quite into recycling and I often think when I'm going to throw something away, if I could think of three things I could do with this object, whatever it was, and use it for something else. So I had like one of those coffee mug things that you carry around, the travel one, I thought, what am I going to do with that? It doesn't hold coffee anymore. (laughs) You know, it leaks. It's horrible. But it was quite a nice silver container. And then I thought, I can put my pens and pencils in it. And it's tall enough to take the really tall stuff. And I can still see what colors and what's in there from the top. So that's what I've done with it. But I thought, you know, before I throw something away, what else can I do with this, this thing to recycle it? Yeah. Wonderful idea. Wonderful idea. I can actually give an example. During the major part of the shutdown last year, I joined one of the Gene Key programs um, called the Delta Flight, where we had a group of six people from all around the world. And being a Taipei, I was not used to this giant pause, and I was loving all my meditation, contemplation, prayer, and yoga time. But my poor mind was going, what else is there? (laughs) So I accidentally, as you rightly said, the right information turned up, but I had the opportunity to focus on my emotional conditioning. And I chose to mature through trauma and looking deeply into what was my trauma and what was trauma from my ancestral line. And, And I want the reason I wanted to do this was I wanted to clarify and harmonize my higher mind and give it some relief. So I found that the gene keys in the human design journey guided me to dig deeper into this trauma of my ancestral line and start to process the releasing of it and move what was stored in my energetic system. 
so I could bring all this into harmony. So I'll just pause and share my mantra I use. And the mantra I use is I now uncreate, delete, destory ancestral trauma across all dimensions of space and reality. So for me, I really appreciated that. In fact, I'll quote Richard Rudd here, who says, the truth lies beyond words. The many rivers of words you'll discover here within the Gene Key teachings and books will flow to the edge of wordless. This is their sole purpose to take you to the banks of the eternal. And Richard has written some very, very brilliant books. I particularly, the first one I read was The Gene Keys, Embracing Your Higher Purpose. This provided a process of bringing different aspects of my life, like my dreams, relationships, health, finances, spirituality. It puts me on a conscious journey to integrate all of that and to individuate as a human being. So I know you've got a great group of people on your social media, and I love the information that you choose to post. So what trends are you seeing at the moment? People are searching, you know, people are definitely searching for answers in different ways, I think. And I think now we're starting to look inwards. The human design and gene keys teach us that our intuition, the magic that makes things happen, and that our answers are actually not so much coming from the outside. It's about that inner journey of finding it out for yourself. And, you know, that seems to be where people are at, that they're wanting now not to be kind of guided to do this, go there, do that. That's sort of how we've always done things. And things seem to be changing to being that we, as we get to know ourselves better, we're able to make better decisions and be more connected, I think, in our relationships as well. I think one of the most important things that I learned was that everybody's unique. There is no other design chart like yours. And so we can embrace that uniqueness and absolutely enjoy being who we are. And I think it's such an important thing. And it also gives me kind of hope with other people that when they find out their own uniqueness, that they can embrace that as well. And when I don't agree with things that other people say, I can sort of think, well, that's your design. That's how you are. That's fine. You know, it doesn't need to resonate with me. You know, everything is has got its place. And we're all learning from each other as well. And it's interesting to talk to people on the level, I think, of Gene Keys and Human Design where someone will come along and go, oh, I've got this channel or that one or and it means this and that. And so you're always learning about things because we all have every single gate or key. And when we're with other people, like if we've got one end of the channel, say, because I've got the 14, and say if you've got the two, then we're together, then we have the experience of the whole channel, which is really amazing. So when I get with my friends, turns out I've got a whole lot of friends who have got the two. And when we get together, we are really creative and have a lot of fun and go wild, basically, you know, with it. And you can feel that energy in the channel, you know, you can actually feel. And I always wondered what that was. I just thought like-minded people, but it's actually our channels connecting. And when we meet somebody new, our profile, our bit inside us that does it, I don't know what it's called, automatically recognizes that other person's channels with that other person's gates or probably and channels 
whether they are in human design or gene keys or not, it's like we kind of sense who people are or where we're going to resonate or all sorts of things. And yeah, I find that just incredible. When I meet people secretly in the back of my mind, I'm going, oh, I wonder what profile you are and what gates you've got, what channels we've got together, you know, and I always, it's always the first thing that sort of comes through my mind. So I listen really carefully to what people were saying to see if I can work it out because it's kind of like a thing I'd love to be able to do, but I don't know whether I ever will. That's really interesting. It's a fantastical journey. I accidentally fell into it because I added quantum physics to a management doctorate. I mean, go figure. It led me into following the true curve of my life. It gave me the depth of mapping Mm. through the body graph to show the inner workings of my current bioform. And of course, the nine centers I mentioned earlier are connected through the seven streams of consciousness. So that moves us into the constantly changing quantum field. So I just really appreciate this. And you have been a total gift to me in terms of introducing me deeper into it through the human design. The gene keys, as you rightly said, it's very easy. It's light. It gets you on the journey. But the human design system is like a doctorate in this stuff. It's a huge And you have this amazing ability to just crystallize what I've needed to hear or introduce me to resources, or encourage me to think about another area. Thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate how you serve in the world. And I'll have links to all your social channels and information so that people can connect with you or follow you to learn more. I appreciate you. Thank you very much, Michelle. It was lovely talking to you. Dr. Michelle St. Jean is a conscious steward of meaningful leadership in the world and the wider cosmos. Tune in every Thursday for real talk around life, leadership, and your conscious journey. Be ready to create and cultivate your dreams and soul-hearted desires. Your support is valued. Please subscribe. Leave a review and a rating. But more importantly, share with your connections.